up? Welcome to another episode of Q the Review. I'm your host, Keese. And uh, I'm jumping to a little bit of movie news. This is going to be a bonus episode, by the way. Um, say listener request. But uh, movie news for this week. Chris Hemsworth confirms casting in the new Mad Max film. So that should be pretty cool. All right, here's a prequel. So I don't think uh, Tom Hardy and, and um, what is her name? Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron. I don't think they're going to be in this one. Uh, but still going to check it out. Uh, Coming to America 2 releases on Prime Video in December. Definitely looking forward to that. Hope this is Prime Eddie Murphy and not, uh, you know, Haunted Mansion Eddie Murphy. Uh, let's see. Thor 4 starts filming in January. Uh, so, you know. I still can't believe they gave Thor out of all the characters a fourth movie, but definitely looking forward to it. AMC Theaters reports that they could run out of money by the end of 2020 or early 2021 due to lack of moviegoers and delayed movie releases. That's sad. Um, I think uh, it's either Regal or one of the other large chains actually did run out of money and it's filing for bankruptcy so uh might not be movie theaters for movies to return to that would be a wild world man anyway uh without further ado gonna move into this bonus episode uh like i said listener requests uh by my man marty uh this is gonna be on the boondock saints on the streets of Boston. This was no gangland assassination. It was way too sloppy. Something went wrong here. An FBI agent is on a case. All the low lowlifes in the quiet city of Boston start dropping dead, and you think it's unrelated. They're all bad guys. Now they're all dead bad guys. The victims are the mob. We're well, we here, gentlemen. It's the beginning of the first So, The Boondock Saints was directed by Troy Duffy. Uh, he's only directed this and the sequel. It stars Willem Dafoe, who is literally fantastic in every role he's in. I mean, you can't find a movie Willem Dafoe doesn't kill it in. Uh, I mean, Green Goblin and, and Spider-Man. I mean, they're bringing back Spider-Man characters. They should bring him back to play the Goblin. I mean, no one else should be able to do it. Uh, Sean Patrick Flannery, who I've never seen in anything else besides this in the sequel. And of course, Norman Reedus, a.k.a. Daryl from The Walking Dead. Movie came out in 1999. The budget for it was $6 million. Now, the box office uh, was only 30 k and that was due to it having a very limited uh, theatrical release. Um... Let's see, I think the distributor only showed the film in 2000 uh, and only on five screens in the U.S. for about a week. Um, I couldn't find out exactly why it didn't have a full release, but from the little things that I did see, I think it had something to do with the Columbine shooting that happened around that time. 
the film, however, later, um, it did develop like a cult following. Like people love this movie, and it's grossed over fifty million in domestic in domestic video sales alone. I couldn't find out what the worldwide video totals were, but fifty million million in the U.S. alone. I mean, they've definitely made their money back. Uh, let's see. Rotten Tomatoes, the critics gave it a score of 28%, and the audience gave it a 91 Like I said, huge cult following. Like People love this movie. It's definitely considered a cult classic. My score, eh, I gave it a 4 out of 5. My only complaint is that it seems very low budget. I mean, you can tell that they only had that $6 million and they stretched it. I mean, 4.5 of it probably went to William Defoe alone just to be in the movie. Um, other than that, the action is great. It's funny. Defoe and Reedus kill, kill it in their roles. Um, yeah, so really no complaints about the movie besides the, you know, the low quality. Uh, the movie is about two Irish brothers who accidentally kill some mafia wise guys after they try and... Uh, get back at them for an incident that happened at a bar the night before. Uh, they wind up turning themselves in, uh, and they're released as heroes. Like, the town is going crazy uh, behind, you know, them killing the uh, the mob guys. Um, they then see this as like a, a calling by God and start knocking off mafia members one by one. Uh, William Def- Willem Dafoe, he plays this detective who's trying to figure out the killings. But the closer he comes to catching the Irish brothers, uh, the more he thinks the brothers are doing the right thing. So eventually he starts trying to help them rather than catch them. My favorite scene in the movie is when they go to this hotel to kill the uh, bunch of mafia guys. They're having like a meeting in a suite. Uh, I think Godfather 3, when they have the big, you know, meeting in the hotel room. Very similar to that. Uh, they try and go through, go in through the vents, uh, and then they wind up fighting with each other inside the air ducts, which causes the vent to fall through the ceiling, where they get tangled up in a rope, and they're like spinning around upside down, and then they still manage to kill everybody in the room. Like while they're upside down, they pull out their, they each pull out two pistols, and just start letting off and take out everybody it's a pretty dope scene uh definitely the best in the movie in my opinion well i guess you know the only one other one that would compare uh is when il duce shows up um and they have the big shootout uh at the uh the mob boss's house so you know that one was pretty dope also so, a little trivia. Uh, move on to the trivia for this movie. So, Sir Billy Connolly uh, was actually stoked to be playing uh, Il Duce, uh, as it's not the type of role he was used to playing. Uh, it said that he was having so much pl- so much fun playing a psycho with guns strapped all over him that they had to add the large cigar the character uh, is always smoking because unless they stuck something in his mouth. He simply could not stop smiling. So, uh, the maximum security prison in which Il Duce 
Sir Billy Connolly is uh, being held is actually the old Suffolk County Jail in Boston, which is now a four-star hotel. So, yeah, leave it to Boston to turn a jail into a hotel. Uh, Troy Duffy's screenplay was inspired by his disgust at seeing a drug dealer taking money off of a corpse uh, across the hall from the apartment that he lived in. Uh, Duffy, who was working as a bartender and bouncer, had never written a screenplay before. So, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Um, you know, never too late to follow your dreams. This man was like in his 40s, working at a bar, and was like, I'm going to write a movie. And it actually turned out to be a pretty successful movie. People love it. Uh, let's see. Troy Duffy, uh, director, he flew to New York City to meet with Ewan McGregor. In case, you know, you people out there don't know who that is. Uh, he played young Obi-Wan Kenobi in the Star Wars prequels. Going to be reprising that role in the new Obi-Wan series on Disney Plus when that drops. Also played many other things, you know. Not a, uh, definitely a pretty big, act big actor. But anyway... Uh, he flew to New York to meet with Ewan McGregor and offer him one of the lead roles. And then at a night out, Duffy got drunk and they got into an argument over the death penalty. And McGregor wound up passing on the movie. It's pretty crazy. Uh, what else we got? Oh, the word fuck and its derivatives are used a total of 246 times in this movie. Yeah. They're Irish, so of course they curse a lot. And uh, that's it for trivia. So now we're going to move into the top five. So for this one, because uh, the stars in this movie aren't really huge, uh, we're going to go with a top five list of movies set in Boston. So number one, I've got The Departed. Uh, which is also one of the best mob movies ever made. Uh, definitely think it's in the top five. Uh, number two is going to be The Town. Love that movie. Uh, number th yeah, If you haven't heard uh, you know the, the episode I did on The Town, go back and listen to that one. Uh, shout out to Mel from the um, My Mental Medication podcast for helping me out with that one. Uh, number three is going to be Black Mass. That's an underrated mob movie. And I'm, I'm willing to say it's one of Johnny Depp's best performances. I mean, it's definitely one of my favorite roles he's ever done. I mean, you don't normally get to see Johnny Depp play a role like that. So that was definitely exciting. Uh, number four is going to be Mystic River. That is a good movie. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Uh, it's got a all-star cast. You got Sean Penn, Lawrence Fishburne, uh, Kevin Bacon, um, some other people in there I can't uh, think of right now. And then number five, Shutter Island. Um, that's a pretty twisted movie if you haven't seen it. It's got a pretty good surprise at the end. But yeah, that concludes uh, this episode of Cue the Review. Um, you know, shout out to my boy Marty for uh, 
suggest in this one. Uh, like, listen, share, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. If you want me to uh, review a movie, go ahead and hit me up. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at the letter Q underscore the underscore review. And yeah, that's it. Uh, see you guys soon with another Halloween episode. Deuces.